Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farvar here, your host. This week, comedian Chris Higgins joins me. He has not been here for a while. Episode 130, Things Have Changed. You will see. It's one part of my uh, best of series. Chris Higgins has blown up since he was last here in episode 130, uh, which was December of 2018. Uh, you might know him from God and Angel and his amazing podcast. Fun episode. You will enjoy it. I will be on the road, which I am on right now. Um, let's see here. By the time this airs, uh, this week I'll be at uh, Coral Gables in Michigan, Saugatuck, Michigan, Saturday, October 8th, with the hilarious Sarah Perry opening for me. Then I will be at Arlington Draft House in Washington, D.C. on September. October, God, I keep saying September, October 9th, Sunday. If you know anyone in Arlington or Washington, D.C., send them my way to Arlington Draft House. Then I will be back in Chicago, actually Rosemont headlining for the first time, Zany's Rosemont, Sunday, October 16th. So I hope to see you there. Um, tell people to come out. Uh, hopefully these shows are attended well because I won't be in Chicago uh, pretty much all of October and uh, November. So hopefully I'll see you at Zanies in Rosemont, paulfcomedy.com for all details on all my upcoming shows. Um, check it out and uh, buy the shirt, Paul F. Comedy. Uh, you can support the Better Call Paul shirts. All the proceeds go to Parkinson's Foundation. So buy a shirt at a show um, and be a good person. Also check out our sponsors. Hey guys, I want to tell you about a new podcast called Down to the Wire Podcast I discovered. It is offbeat journalism and weekly interviews with exclusive guests. That's what you get with Down to the Wire Podcast. Every Wednesday, the show kicks off by discovering odd headlines in the back page news segment. Stories like Cristiano Ronaldo's statued penis being worn out because of too many fans grabbing it. Two Air Force pilots suspended after a cockpit fight in France. These are the kinds of things you expect to start the show. And after breaking down the back page news stories, the hosts welcome special guests ranging from rising artists, comedians, fashion designers, entrepreneurs, influencers, and more. You can watch the Down to the Wire podcast on YouTube and Spotify, as well as listen to it on all streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, basically everywhere you listen to singles-only podcasts. Hit the link in the description that I have listed here to check out the podcast and the clips for Down to the Wire podcast. Ah! Hey, it's singles only time. Paul Farvar here. No voice of reason. But for this episode, we don't need one because we are doing the best of series. That means if this guest has been on previously and yeah, baby, he's back. Sorry, I, sorry to interrupt. You. No, you're fine. I had nothing really left to say. Comedian Chris Higgins. Yeah. Hey, Chris. Hello. So last time you were here was episode 130, December 30th, 2018. Can I just hold this thing? You can do whatever the fuck you cool. want, man. Yeah, it was a while ago. A lot's You've changed. changed. So much has changed. You were an up and coming comic. Yeah. Now you're you're one of the greatest comics to ever exist in Chicago. <laughs> Change. Paul's funny. You were you were broken hearted, and now yeah. You're not single. I'm not single. I've been in a relationship for uh, like th almost three years. Yeah. Yeah. People are like already like, how is he on the podcast? Again, best of series. Yeah, you can be in a relation. On the show, if you have been on the episode when you were single, we come back and check it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So at the time, you were saying you'd never be in a relationship again. You hated women. <laughs> you were thinking about 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, I had gone through a really, really, um, uh, honestly, like very friendly breakup with with uh, my ex at the time. Right. And her and I are still friends and, and we're friends um, at the time of that breakup. So it was an interesting one for, sh- for sure. Because, you know, it hurts, obviously, whenever you break up. It just feels like a little, you know, it's it's tough to let go of yes. something that's so comfortable. But um yeah. You're a sensitive guy. Yeah, I am definitely a sensitive a big guy. Big teddy bear golden retriever. For sure, for sure. And um, yeah, and now I've been dating a, a lovely, lovely human being. Very lovely. Yeah. Very she's, cool. She's great. And to to uh, add on to what I talk about on this podcast, she's not a stand-up comedian, but she's comedian adjacent. She's actually now doing stand-up. Okay. Yeah. So, so now you guys got to break up. Yeah, now we're done for. Um, yeah, she did, she did uh, sketch and improv for years. She's done comedy longer than I have. And mm-hmm. um, she, she did, uh, you know, Second City stuff, and she's like an annoyance regular. And, annoyance theater, um, famous here in Chicago. Yeah. So she's, I mean, she's fucking wicked funny. Like one of the- Very funny. Like quickest, like- quick like she i don't get away with anything with her Um, she's smarter yeah really really just like a whip and then um and then you know she's also uh um and i don't think she would mind me saying this she's pretty she's pretty mean sometimes uh (laughs) like just in like not not you know she's not like a mean person at all but she's uh she's she's got hard hard opinions you know and she watched a lot of stand-up a lot of stand-up in chicago coming to my shows being supportive and amazing and she decided, seeing so much stand-up, she, was like, she was like, this is fucking, a lot of this is fucking terrible. Fluff. She was like, I can do this. And, you know, there are a lot of great comedians who have made the the leap from improv over. I started improv when I started yeah. stand-up, yeah. And they're, they're often really annoying. Like, she kind of came in and she's got like 10 minutes of good stuff. As- a lot of the younger new comics that uh, have come back after the pandemic are all from improv. And they're... yeah. You talk to them, Olivia Carter, for example. So they've only been doing it for a little bit, but they did, yeah. you know, theater or something else. You're like, yeah, Olivia's, Olivia's great. Yeah, it's just because they, they're, they're two years in and they're like blowing it away. Yeah, because they're probably they, they write comedy. All they have to do is adjust what they've written to, to be stand up. Like they, they probably have written a lot of their stand up before they tried to do stand up. It's probably all sketch or. Um, you know, like Ali right. Drapos was one who, yeah. she came over from Second City and just kind of like stormed the scene. Destroyed. And, um, and is still, you know, very great and well on top. And she just like, it was frustrating for some people for sure, because they're like, where's she, how does she, she's brand new. She's doing, she never did a single open mic. And, right. but it's, the, you know, some people are just well, she, pads. she and a lot of these people have something that takes years for comedians to have, which is comfort on stage yeah. and the ability to act stuff out. Yeah. Yeah, you act know, outs are huge. You can be a mono- monologist, monologist, yeah. just sit, stand there like I do most of the time. But if you if you can act something and sell something, yeah. if, even if it's not funny, you fucking crush. Yeah. And then if it's funny, it's like yeah. a whole nother level. Yeah, it's definitely something I lean on for sure. I get I get lazy with the writing, and I'm like, I'll just do a fun little accent. Act it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's, just, do a, let's do a fun little quirky voice, and everyone so will ignore fun. that the writing is subpar. <laughs> <laughs> it's never subpar, dude. Yeah, you. It's, uh, let's talk about the comedy for a second. You've blown the fuck up in four years, dude. Uh, well, um, I feel I, like yeah. Th- well, thank you. I've, I've definitely. Uh, it feels. Um, I mean, yeah, some sketch stuff's gone really well, and um, the, oh yeah, the, the sketch the, stuff the reels too. are fun, and um, but it's all it's always it, you know if like right now. I'm very like very grateful for any sort of success I've had, but from the inside looking at it, you're always just like, I want 
so much more, right. you know, we're like, never satisfied, never satisfied. Like I, I, like if I, you know, three years ago, if I'd seen some, you know, I'm getting to go on some great, do some great gigs and I've got, I've got, you know, a, a good follow, a good amount of followers, Absolutely. which is, which, which is great. But then when you get there, you're like, it means nothing. My hap like, I, I know it's so hard. Like, you know, I'm sure so, some people are like, you know, fuck this guy. Um, not being thankful for but and i am super grateful for no, everything it's, it's good to be it's good to be ambitious it's good yeah. to have a healthy uh uh not being just satiated right. satisfied with little things or not little things good things but yeah. be like what's next that's good it's healthy yeah. and i wish i mean you get a good amount of followers and i wish that it would like i so i've ha i headlined a club um, before i had like when i had like 18 follower 1800 followers or something like that and now i've got you know, closer to 30,000 and right. I did the same club and the numbers were no it's different. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. No different. Like, I, yeah, it's, it it's was, hard to, it, it was just, you know, you can't compete with summer. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's hard. People are like, Oh, I remember when Asmus, Jeffrey Asmus came on. He's like, when I get 12,000 followers on Instagram, it's going to change the game. I'm like, I have 12,000 followers. That doesn't it, mean shit. I know it's weird. I mean, it does. You know, what's funny is if you are smart about it, like now I've got, I'm headlining this week and I've like taken some time to like do some targeted ads and just like be like hit my followers up and be like, Hey, Arizona friends, tell your friends, tag someone in Arizona. And yeah. like it's, it slowly grows. It does work. Yeah. The, the targeted ads have worked before. And I think that club that I did do, I, I did a targeted ad, but I think I did it on like the Wednesday and was there Friday, mm -hmm. and so it was only out for t you know two days. Two days. That's fine. Um, but yeah, and Saturday was good. But Friday, I was like, holy shit, because um, you know I had gone, had been on, done some great stuff, and filled yeah. filled some rooms, which is really, really, really uh, you know. Well, in those smaller markets, uh, and, and that, when I say smaller, anything smaller than Chicago, yeah. If you do the targeted ads, the, you're the only game in town sometimes. Yeah. Things going on. And yeah. So they're like, oh. This looks funny, especially yeah. if you do like a whatever Google ad or Instagram ad, um, and then all of a sudden they're like, you get even if you get twelve people out of that, in addition to what the club has or whatever you have organically, it it makes a difference. Oh yeah, and if it's a door deal, you've made your money back yeah. and then some. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've always it's annoying. You don't want to promote Meta, the medical company, but their targeted ads work. They do. Yeah. I feel like they punish you too if you do do targeted ads on like social media mm -hmm. um, and then you don't for a while, then your regular stuff doesn't get as many views. You're like, oh, they're like, they just want me to buy yeah, something. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I've definitely noticed that because I'll do a targeted ad for like a, and it's usually a photo and it'll be like a targeted ad of like the, the poster that the club right. gave me. And then I'll post like a photo of like, oh, look at this fun time I'm having with all of my best friends. And then it'll, it like, I like I've. It's like I know, Pavlov's like, okay, are you gonna put money? Yeah, in this I one? know. And then I like I know it's such a it's such a uh, a vain thing to complain about, but it's like I've got more followers, and then my my photos are getting like sixty likes. I'm like, these used to get like a couple hundred yeah. likes. Well, now the algorithms change where <laughs> yeah. they just want reels. They want they don't videos. Even, even yeah. like my photo, like my I used to do flashback. People are like, why don't you throw back or flashback pictures? I would do like old pictures of my mullets and shit. Sure, you know, get like two three hundred uh, likes, and now the last times I did them were like 
like 60, 70. I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just do it in a story. It's so funny. <laughs> We're so vain. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. You can't, it's, you can't <laughs> not be, unfortunately they like train you to look at the numbers and so sad and, um, yeah. When to post it. Oh yeah. The amount I've Googled, just, when is uh, the best time on Wednesday to post a reel? It's so annoying. It's yeah. But it's just a, unfortunately like gross. I was just thinking about this today cause I was, you know, like back when Instagram first came out, you you know it didn't mean anything to a comic's worth at all. No. You'd like see a comic who you thought was great, and they'd have five hundred followers, and you'd, if anything, you'd be like, "I respect them more because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't." Yeah, they don't give a shit about I social knew, media. I knew it was going to be something big because I hired people like to help me figure it out, um, like five six years ago, and then uh, and then I got a bunch of followers mm-hmm. and, from this company, and then Instagram found out that I was using a third party thing. Then they punished me, and then that company went out of business. And then they bought a whole bunch of fake followers, mm-hmm. so my numbers stayed up. And then I had to, now I had to, it took like three years to get rid of all the fakes. Yeah, and Instagram hated me for a while. Oh, it's, that's it's, annoying. It's, it's such a fucking stupid thing. But even when I had like I had like twelve thousand followers when none of us had any because yeah. I I had this company backing me, and it got me shows because these companies are like oh this guy's big he's yeah, fucking yeah. 12,000 followers and only yeah. following you know 100 or whatever sure but uh now it's all it's a whole different game now yeah you hate to disappoint people too when you it, i've like you know talked to people about trying to do bigger rooms and stuff like that and like oh, i've got these followers and people are like be careful because like you might go in there over promise under deliver and then the, and then yeah. the club will be like He's over in this list now. Like, yeah. Goodbye. You're not going to be in that level. You did it the right way. A lot of comics will, uh, a lot of comedians will be like, oh, you hey, headline this place. Can you get me, can you get me in? I'm like, I'll give you the number, but don't use my name. Sure. Because I don't, I don't think you're ready, but I'm not going to say that to them. But yeah. I'm like, you're, wait, you go there. It's one and done. They're not going to book you again. Right. Right. That's another thing too. People are like, you got to think longevity. Yeah. You can't, you don't want to overreach. You have to reach for the right clubs. Like, yeah. cause, cause Sometimes it's, I mean, it's sometimes really like uh, I have, everybody is anxious. I get anxious about, you know, this over-promising, under-delivering thing constantly. You're not at that level, dude. You're going to, you're going to deliver everywhere you go. Well, like I'm sure like comedically I can try to deliver, but you know, then at the end of the day, the the club owner just wants tickets sold. That's true. Yeah. And when you're not, when you go there and you're like, ha ha ha. But if you do well, (laughs) if you do well with the, the, you know, half or, you know, quarter full. Yeah. Yeah. Then when they have fallouts, they're going to be like, Hey. That guy was funny. Sure. Let's build him, especially if you're easy to work with like you are. I definitely try to be easy to work with. I have gotten... I used to take you on the road. Nailed. I, I love that. fun, yeah. I fucking love now that all the people that I took on the road now are like blowing up. Like <laughs> you, Drago, all these guys that I was like take on the road to these it's, shitty, not shitty, but like gigs. I'm like, hey, you're going to get 30 minutes and yeah. it's going to be hard, but do it. was it. good for, for me. And like I like doing the gigs where you'd be like, Hey, come. Um, so it's 30 minutes and you're gonna have to be clean. Oh yeah. <laughs> I loved that because like I, I'm, I'm, cl- I'm not dirty, but no. like, and for me to be clean, is just, I just don't say fuck anymore. Yeah, and like last easy. night I did a great gig for a bunch of lawyers. Did you really? Downtown. And I was clean. Oh, which, co- which, which thing? It was a, na- n- um, a conference, a, okay. Nam, Nam Wolf okay. or something like that. Do you nice. know? What, no. Do you know what I that did is? a lawyer thing on Thursday. So that's oh, funny. really? Yeah. It was, um, this, this was night one of their conference downtown at the on on the on the on the river 
Why didn't they ask for me? I know, I know. Fuck, man. <laughs> I know. I did a bunch. They, the, the guy, um, I like did. He was like, yeah, they're they're probably pretty cool with pot. And I went up there and did some weed jokes, and they were just like stone faced. And I was like, lawyer crowds are great, tough. great. <laughs> yeah, I know. it was it was tough. Do you think that you? Let me ask you this, because you were in a relationship with uh, your girlfriend for three years. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that helped you get this way? I mean, obviously, she's supportive of your career. Yeah. Has that helped you or do you think it had any effect negatively towards? Definitely not negatively. Um, Like she's been. Good answer. She's um, listening. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me the truth. No, I mean, truly, the the truth is not negatively. She's um, very like understanding and um, like patient and like just so nice when I have to. I mean, obviously she's a human, so she'll get, you know, she's, she'll be like, I didn't like that you canceled our plans to go to a show or, um, yeah. you know, but she's, she gets the, she gets the, the itch. She gets like the, um, you know, the hustle the, and, and what we have to do. Yeah. And when you're offered a show and, and can't take it, it definitely, there's some kind of like FOMO yeah. to, to it. And so you do, if you do, so you're on the other end of this. Cause we talk about, uh, Drago and I just had this conversation, Alex Dragovich, where he felt horrible because he canceled the show at Laugh Factory because he made plans with his then girlfriend. And then when they broke up, he's like, I fucking gave up Laugh Factory for you. Right. Yeah. You're the other side. You're like, ah, I can't do it. I've got plans with, with my girlfriend. Well, I mean, uh, no, I mean, no, no, I, I, <laughs> I definitely would. I would. I would um, try to make it work. I, I'm and this is probably a flaw and she would probably agree that I will often say, hey, I just got offered this gig. And I'm going to take the gig instead of doing this thing. That's how you approach it. Yeah, and and it's it's definitely selfish. Um, and I'm. But she understands. I, at least. Yeah, I mean, she understands, or or at least at the, uh, will will uh, let me do it, and then later be like, fucking hated that. But that's fair, and that's that's like the you know. She won't get. She, she won't fuck you over in mentally. Be like, yeah, go have fun. But then when you're done, she'll be like, you son of a bitch. That not me not really. <laughs> she'll 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 definitely be like, you owe me one. Okay. You know that's well, fair. Yeah, yeah, and and it's happened to us before too. The 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 reverse where we've had plans and she's been like, something came up. It's I really want to do it and it's I gotta go. And, and you're always cool with it. And that. totally, because I'd be hypocritical if I right. if I didn't. And um, but you know, there's certain. It, it, I just try to weigh if it's a great gig and it's gonna um, be a lot of fun. And but money's important too. I don't have another job, and so if if uh, if the money's right, then I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm gonna go earn this money and then I'll use it to take you to dinner later. I'm very sorry. Yeah, that's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, there's depth, but it, you know, as per usual, pursuing anything with uh, vigor like this, I think, definitely gets in the way of making relationships easy. Yeah. Uh, are you? Uh, are does she get mad at you? Or let me ask you this: at shows, you are approached by women often, and you don't really talk about being in a relationship on stage. N- no, I, I, not, I don't think you have. At least the last few times we did shows together. Uh, what happens there? In when those I, situations when you're approached by beautiful women that are hitting on you, I, I just I'm I'm just nice and like and it's fine to um, I mean it flirting is harmless, right? Um, I would, like hey, let's go to this bar afterwards. Yeah, then then I would just make up an excuse and say no, I can't go, or 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 uh, I do the you know a lot of times like great sounds really fun, I will meet you there. And you know, and then I I'm not I'm not gonna master. be there. I mean, I just you know I would never ever ever put myself in a position to uh, make make my girlfriend look bad, right? Like that. It's a respect and, thing. Yeah, and you know I would never you know and especially in, at any club 
she's in the comedy scene and even if she wasn't in the comedy scene you know who I would just never want her anyone to even like yeah. see that and be like, "Oh, Chris is hitting on these like or I'm, talking." It just yeah. looks bad. I mean, I'm fine, and it, but I think she knows that you know people are going to come up to me, and people have for sure slid into my DMs or you know swing to take a swing at it when after a show or something. Yeah, and, and it's flattering, and um, uh, you know, I'm always like, "Thanks so much." I never <coughs> am like, "I have a girlfriend," because it seems like a I can just say no, right. you know. Yeah. Um, uh, sometimes I've said I have a girl, but it, it shouldn't have to be the excuse. Doesn't get to that level. Um, and then usually I'll tell her. <laughs> yeah. Usually I go back and I'm like, yeah, some girl was really hitting on me really hard. She's like, tell me every detail. <laughs> what are the types of girls that hit on you? Because I'm curious because you go up there in shorts sometimes uh-huh. on yeah. stage. You're a yeah. mountain man, uh-huh. handsome fella, but you are also like, uh, it looks like you, uh, if the dead were around, you would be on the road with the Grateful Dead. Right, right. Um, but do you have like dolled up, fake boob girls coming up to you, be like, "Hey, baby"? S- I've s- certainly had. Um, like, yeah. What's like the, the common one though? Uh, I'm just curious because I don't really know if there's like a theme. <laughs> there's I mean, no theme. <laughs> um, I mean, certainly there's uh, definitely leans towards people who are like see my whole vibe and go. I think we'd probably get along. Yeah, that's true. You have a different outlook, and, point of view. So yeah, I mean, I'll certainly get those those more granola e girls <laughs> will come up. And, That's the word I was looking. Yeah, for, yeah, and say hello. But and you know, I've definitely um, gotten the you know. Plenty, and your girlfriend is not proof. a granola girl. No, not 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 really, not outwardly. Um, okay, she definitely is like she's got a big green thumb and does a lot of gardening and like we, it, that makes she doesn't granola. anymore. She was like making her own kombucha. And oh, dear, like, she is granola. Uh, but secretly, but, but then at the other side of things, she's like, you know, from, from Chicago and, uh, is like more of a city girl than, okay. than anything I would say. City proper. Um, she That's grew suburb. up in the suburbs, but yeah. she's been here. She's been here since she was, you know, I think like college right around. Got it. Have yeah. you, uh, so you have this good, rapport now with her you guys don't live together no Mm-mm. what's is that gonna happen yeah i mean been... i think that if any any couple that would be the, the you live with the, like six dudes the goal yeah i live with three men um right now three other guys um yeah i mean i'd love I, we'd, we've talked about it um she, that's when it's she, over then you're done <laughs> <laughs> i think it would be nice to live together because then i think that um these situations where i'm on the road or uh, gone for a while or doing shows every night of the week, then in the in, in-betweens... You'll be we, there. Yeah, and we don't have to make plans to see each other because that's sometimes pretty hard. Yeah. Because sometimes it's like, feels like I'm, you know, and this is, she's a great sport, but sometimes the plans are like, okay, I can come see you when you get off work. I'll come over. We'll eat dinner together. Have, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll catch up. We'll spend time together and then mm-hmm. I'm going to go to my show. Uh, right. Which, which is... Always annoying. Why? It just feels it. it d- dates are better when there's no end time. Yeah. Any kind of plans with people are better when there's no um, no end time. I gotta go at this time. You know, like um, I I always feel bad. Even you know, girlfriends, family. Like I go visit my brother in New York. He lives in Brooklyn, and you know we'll be hanging out all day and or, or something like that. I'm like. And he's day drinking with some of his buddies there, and I've got to keep it, you know, in the pocket and not get his day <laughs> drunk because I've got a show later. And yeah. it's fun, and you know, obviously, comedy is the most fun thing to do in the world. But having it hang over your head all day can be can be really really taxing. We don't get to, and that's the thing. Like people don't understand. Like 
I'll I'll be like I'll be like if I'm going on dates, I'll be like, Hey, let's go I can go get food with you at like nine thirty. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm not a groupie. I'm like, it's not groupie. This is when I'm getting off work. You yeah. get off at five, that's when I, that's where my head is clear. Yeah. But if I go like you said earlier, you go I'll see you from five thirty to seven. Yeah, There's an end tough. time. Yeah. And you're also you're thinking about your show, so you're not really present, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially no, if sure. it's a big show. And you, uh, yeah, I mean you constantly look at your phone and you're like, All right, maybe Ubers, how yeah. much are Ubers right, right now? Maybe if I Ubered now it would be cheaper to get there or something like right. that. Or uh, yeah. And um Or you don't know where you are on the lineup sometimes the oh, last yeah. minute and you're like, Oh, so if I go there and then if you're yeah, it's like it's there's so many things. Bookers, can we just all agree send the lineup? Just send the lineup <laughs> early and, and also don't because have Because then we, you know why they don't do that? Because they don't Someone want, ruined it. Yeah. Every time there's a rule, there's some reason why they, someone broke the rule. Because someone saw a lineup and said, I'm going to get there right before my show and yeah. fucking screwed everything up. Yeah. And try, tried to finesse things. But I don't, I, I have a, I think that if you want good comics, you're probably going to get comics who are doing it for a living or close to it or, and busy comics are usually good comics and i don't know i i I ran a show i help run shows i think it's a little like and now with like social media and how easy it is to reach people like i don't think there's any problem doubling up like if if you read and some bookers are really yeah some bookers are really cool like yeah i can put you at the beginning so that you can go catch a show at the end then you tell that booker hey can i be there at the end and except when one show starts late then it fucks everything everything up. up yeah oh but and then there's some bookers that you're like you know that they're not cool with it, so you're scared to tell them. Yeah. So you just kind of... <laughs> I know exactly. So you kind of yeah. just go like, all right, I'm just... He's just going to have to find out that I'm going to be late. That, yeah, you know, at like, the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is an annoying... You, you never feel good about that. At those places now, what I do, and there's a, a couple times where I've gotten in trouble, I'm like, look, I'm not going to accept this show unless you're cool with me going first or last because I'm at so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah, we'll get it. And then the day of the show comes and they have me at the wrong spot. I'm like, hey, remember we talked about this? Yeah. And I screenshot it. Yeah. That way it's like not on me. Right. But I still, I mean, you can't piss people. They own, they're the fucking, they have the power. Yep. They do have the power. But yeah. But and it does affect relationships and uh, and dating for, for comedians because this is what we do. And it's, like you said earlier, like you're like, okay, you have an end time. Okay. I know it's all fun and games. My better call Paul spiels on stage or my shirts that say better call Paul, uh, donating a lot of the money for charity, by the way, um, com. You can get your shirt as always, but here's the thing. If you actually need a lawyer, you have to get professional help. So if you're injured on the job, You don't know what kind of compensation you're entitled to or you're injured in a car accident. Don't handle something on your own and don't call some random person that you see in commercials on daytime TV. Call someone that really knows what they're doing. Someone that's helped workers who were injured for over 20 years in Chicago and beyond. My good friend, attorney Scott Shapiro. He is your man. Give him a call. Here's the thing. He also handles entertainment law, whether you're a comedian, a musician, a podcaster, a wrestler, an actor, anything. He's handled all these things for 20 years here in Chicago. He is your guy. Give him a call, 312-627-1650, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. 
all consultations initially free of charge. Your first consultation is free. You have nothing to lose. Don't take any chances. Call my friend Scott Shapiro, 312-627-1650, Scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You're welcome. Yeah. It would be easier to date. Mentally, you're not there. Yeah. Well, and it'd be nice to date. I mean, I would love it if comedy took place between nine and five because because <laughs> then i could like have you know right then they are on everyone else's schedule for the most part comedy show oh it'd be, it would be terrible it would be like your lawyer show every day comedy when it's light outside there's something it's weird yeah if you can see it so in florida they do that a lot as you know yeah because uh, old people can't drive and i always the first time i i had a sunday early show at McCurdy's in Sarasota, I was like, oh, this show's going to suck. And everyone was like, actually, it's usually the best show. I'm like, oh, girl. Yeah. It was the best show. Right, Because yeah. it's, it's like people got out of jail. Yeah. Old people are like, this is our one night out. They're like laughing at everything. Or they're oh, one day out. Oh, <laughs> Well, so, and even like uh, summers, the seven o'clock shows at places, they're like in Chicago, it's still light out. When the show starts, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is going to suck. It's so weird. Can you see that it's light outside in the showroom? No. That's the key. Yeah. When you have a showroom with windows and then you... But can, you know it is. Like, yeah. You walked in. But I, you can get fooled. I have that sometimes. I'll go to a movie during the day. Yeah. Like, and then I'll walk out and be like, holy shit, it's the daytime. I right. completely forgot where and what and you forget. when it was. Well, right that now. means it was a good show. But like yeah. Tacoma Comedy Club, they have a four o'clock show mm-hmm. on saturday for like regulars or where it's like the one time where it's free sold out every time really show ends it's still light out yeah <laughs> you're like That's what really the fuck is happening they they uh they have a really successful brunch show and at zany's in nashville yeah brad sativa runs it right right um and i, I remember a comedy bar had a brunch show for a while and in, a, Nashville, in Nashville oh here in, too yeah. here in chicago at their old location and i remember doing that brunch show and it was incredible the first couple times and I was like, yeah. holy shit. I think comedy might be a brunch thing now. Like I, I remember being like, that my was mind fun. was blown. Yeah. And then it, it kind of fell off once it wasn't like a, maybe if they had made it a monthly or something like that and it was a little more special or something, but I don't yeah, know why it was it hard to, it, it became more like uh, some people just wanted the brunch. They didn't want the comedy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it needs to be special. Yeah. That, I think that's a great, I think that Milwaukee does something like that too. And that one's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those, there should be more brunch shows. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good vibe for comedy. But mo- 90% of the time it'll probably be a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. So you'll still have a show at night. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you'll just have five hours now. In oh, I remember doing one time doing the brunch show at comedy bar, then doing the seven, the nine thirty, and the 11. Right. And so or four shows at comedy bar. I truly, yeah. I, I think I was like, just give me a cot. I'm not going home. Let me sleep somewhere. <laughs> well, they used to have that upstairs at the old uh, comedy bar where you could just sleep. I know. Yeah. That old green room. They used to get really hot up there. That used to be LaSalle Power Company. and It was a music venue, and that was like the green room. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of fun things that happened there back in my rock star days. Powders. Powders. Uh, <laughs> other sex stuff. Boning. Boning. All kinds of stuff. That's Hell, yeah. That's cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> now wait so last time you did the podcast you got in some trouble oh yeah 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 i shouldn't 
rehash no it. <laughs> Fuck it. No, it's, I'm a lawyer. I'm your lawyer. Yeah, I, I said some things about, about an ex. A, a former girlfriend that was... Uh, I didn't mention any names. No. And um, yeah, she uh, sent me some messages saying that that wasn't cool. And, um, and See you in court. Yeah, see you in court. <laughs> and I said something like along the lines of the... The host is a lawyer, is my lawyer, in fact, and and good luck to you. Be well. Uh, yeah, have a good one. I'm so sorry. I, like, truly I never like, heard from her. I truly was like, I never said your name. It, it wasn't no even one that could, bad. No, I dated like a... multiple people during that, like not multiple people at the same time, but like could have been anybody. Yeah. I, had, I said like, yeah, so yeah. Her, maybe her three people that you guys had mutual friends knew. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and by the way, they know that it was in a, a whatever the relationship was. So. And you know what? She's doing better now, I'm sure. I don't know, because I think she blocked me after that. Yeah. But I think she, I mean, hope so. I know I have no ill will. I think she's the one that exes. listens to that episode like a hundred times a week. Oh, yeah. Somebody, <laughs> somebody out there is. <laughs> really? That'd be no. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, so your episode's the most played one. By one by person. One per, do you, you know, there was a... User um, 792. When Lord of the Rings first got <laughs> put on Netflix, Netflix, like, there was an article that said, like, Netflix is concerned about one customer who's supposedly been constantly streaming Lord of the Rings since they aired it. They're like, has watched it over like 400 Are times. Are you serious? Yeah. Uh, I know. I would, I would, a lot of people sent that to me being like, is this you? Because <laughs> I, lo- I do There love was that. an episode of the podcast where it got a lot of listens from someone. And I was like, I know for sure this is like this guy's ex-girlfriend. Oh, gosh, so it wasn't sad. you though, but it was like... It was like an unhealthy amount of listens. And there's certain people, um, my friend Chris uh, Frangiola has a podcast where every week the same guy like gives him a one-star review. (laughs) It's like, we know it's you, Ralph. It's like, why are you so obsessed? Do you have anybody that's given you a one-star review? I have a one-star person, yeah. Really? I don't know. It's it's clearly a hater. An anonymous? Anonymous? Anonymous. It fucked up the whole thing. Had like five star reviews and then this one. So now you're at like four point two stars or something. Four. It's it's no. I had I fixed it. I I sent a bunch of emails to former guests. I think I sent you. I'm like, hey, just give me a five star. Oh review. right, yeah, yeah. You still haven't done it, motherfucker. Did I not? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, just assume you have. I don't. I listen to podcasts on Spotify. How do I rank thing? Do can I give reviews on Spotify? I don't know. Yeah, I think you can. Okay, it's pretty easy. Yeah, because I I don't have much space on my phone, so I got rid of the podcasting <laughs> app. Oh really? And I yeah, and you the, the Apple Podcast yeah. app, and then I just listen to everything. Music, oh, that's a good music that's a and good podcasts on Spotify. Yeah, my my fucking phone. I got to do the same thing. Constantly telling me. The other day, it told me I didn't have any space on my phone, and and then it was like manage your your storage, and I was like great, and they're like for ninety nine cents a month you can buy more like nah. storage. Well, and I did it, and I was like sure, what dollar a month I I like I won't notice that probably, so go for it. And then like two days later, it was like, you're full again. I was like, I haven't even added anything. Because it's downloading automatically your podcast probably. So you just have to yeah. unfollow a bunch. But yeah, I don't I don't know how that works either. But I, I need a new phone anyway. I have like an iPhone 10. Me, t- me too. Do you still have a button? No. Oh, I still have a button. Oh, God. <laughs> you are a mountain <laughs> it man. Is, it's old. Yeah. What is that, like iPhone 3? It's an 8. 8. 8X. I got it like two and a half years ago. I could probably get a new one. What company do you have? Uh, T-Mobile. Oh, you, they give you a free. You can get like a free one. I'm yeah. getting a free one from yeah. Verizon. They're like, I, stop using this ten. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I should probably get on that. On that, because sometimes this You've thing. Got the fucking instant monetization money now. 
<laughs> I wish. <laughs> I do, but it's um, it's not much. <laughs> they paused me for, yeah, it's so, so stupid. Yeah. I got, do you get penalized on shit? Like um, for, for, for flagged? Um, no, I've definitely, I've had friends, uh, the other day I had someone comment something on a reel and then they, their comment got flagged. Okay. Um, but that doesn't penalize yeah, you. It was just my friend being like a douchebag. I got flagged for saying something about COVID, even though it was right. like not false. At, it was, yeah, it wasn't I, even real. I'm, I think I'm too just much like of a, the virus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How they flag me on this podcast. Yeah. This podcast. And, and they, they're really good at that because we've said COVID-19 probably at the bottom of, of, of your, some stuff they'll It'll fucking flag it. it. Well, it'll, or it'll say at the bottom, it'll just be like, click here for government issue yeah, stuff. About it just pops up automatically. Yeah. Cause it, cause of the, like the algorithm will just listen for that. I don't really know. We so say stupid. We say the algorithm like, like back in the day, people used to say like the gods. <laughs> like, they are. They run the algorithm. It's mm-hmm. like trying to be in on the algorithm. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be at the level where we. I just don't care. There's certain friends of mine who are amazing comedians that are. They've got a lot of followers. They just don't care anymore. They oh just yeah. Post it like they'll well, post it. The I'm like you posted it on Saturday at six. Yeah. Like that's the worst. I mean, and still like their followers. Is, I don't just, give a fuck because their followers are there yeah. for them. Yeah. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, and you get to like hundreds of thousands or whatever. Yeah, that's the. We're not there yet. Oh, I'm not. You and Mike. I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, and still, sometimes like I, on TikTok, I have a a, a, ske- or a sketch series, and it's on Instagram, but it's most God and Angel. Yeah, God and Angel, and it's um got 1.6 million followers, and we we've posted videos before, where we posted one that was given. A, I will give TikTok some credit. It was one. It was our by far weirdest sketch, and. Um, it was about uh, a guy who would help old women cross the street, and then every time he would help them cross the street, he'd he'd try to ask them out on a date. And it was like we have this series where we like review people's basically their resumes to see if they can get into heaven. And we're like, you helped so many women across the street, well, welcome. Oh, but here it says you. Oh, what the fuck? Like <laughs> you're into old wit. You tried yeah. to sleep with every one of them. Right. So that was like the premise of the of the sketch and. <laughs> thought it was funny and stupid yeah. and like kind of harmless tiktok um didn't give us a formal ban or whatever but uh it, it was up there for like two hours and it got 32 views oh wow and we have 1.6 yeah. million followers they like, they fucking they they penalize shit all the time all the time and it yeah i mean we have gotten our account we've gotten kicked off like three times we've been banned and then brought back a couple times one was because we showed two stick figures boning in the background. <laughs> it wasn't even, we didn't even talk about it. There was so just, fucking there stupid. just happened to be yeah. a drawing of two stick TikTok figures. TikTok is way sensitive. There, that oh, one yeah. is, I can't even, I don't even try. I mean, I, I'll still post on there once a week. I just gave up. But you Instagram, can't. what? You can't. Sometimes TikTok, I get scared. I'm yeah. like, I don't want to lose everything. Yeah, I know. I just post once a week. I'm like, I don't have anything there. I tried, I, I did all the things and I can't get Instagram. I'm fine on and the reels, they're doing well as long as I don't get fucking. I got in trouble for swearing, I think. What? I don't know. Do you post when I've I've <laughs> This is becoming Instagram. I know Instagram it is. <laughs> but it is such a relevant like some people might find this helpful. I don't know. I whenever I do my captions, I I write do my own captions. I never I will always, I don't write the word. Yeah. yeah. I put poop instead of shit. Yeah, or I'll just or I'll just won't it won't be even be in there. Yeah. Um, it still figures it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Someone some asshole out there is fucking Swear words are so fun. Get over it, everybody. It's fine. Is that a, is that a pipe on your mantle right there? It might be. 
No, it's a gavel. Oh, it's a glass gavel. <laughs> I, I was like, dude, let's get high. <laughs> Paul just has a huge pipe that he's never used before. No, I, I uh, yeah, I have a, a lot of weed stuff in in a closet somewhere hidden off. In here. In this house, yeah, I don't smoke pot anymore. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I start sniffing. I'm like, I'll find it. As some of you know, I am a germaphobe. I never leave my home without my sanitizer. And I'm also admitted hand sanitizer snob. I need the good smelling stuff, period. During the pandemic, I, like all of you, suffered through countless hand sanitizers, which smelled like tequila and diaper rash. Not to mention the sticky feeling some left while others would just stay slippery on your hands, no matter how little you used. Everyone hoarded the good stuff. Well... I finally discovered my match. And it's not just the good stuff. It's the best stuff. Emu hand sanitizer. The only hand sanitizer that feels good, smells good, and does good. With various smell flavors to choose from. Lemongrass, mint, ocean air, orange blossom, and my favorite, watermelon. Emu ends the days of horrible sanitizers with sticky or slippery residue. It actually smells amazing. I am not kidding you. I actually look forward to using it after shaking hands with people after shows or touching microphones from all these dirty comedians. Best of all, the bottles are TSA approved, so I can travel with them. And Emu gives back with every bottle. They give a percentage of their net profits to COVID research. So... Emu is the way to go. Check it out today, sprayemu.com, or go to their Instagram at sprayemu. Use singles only promo code for your discount today. Emu sanitizer. You will love it. I, you know what I do now at shows or after shows is smoke cigars. That's oh. like my favorite thing to do on the road, especially. A lot of comedians do it. It's like yeah. relaxing and just better a lot of so a lot of people that i know cigars or no? I, I i can't really fuck with them mostly because the classic um you know i i uh, got in trouble for smoking as a kid oh and, swisher sweets and my dad was like oh you like smoking <laughs> you're gonna finish this cigar right now uh, and i threw up and stuff so that was that for me we used to yeah i mean cigars we used to obviously like everyone put weed in there and then yeah, blunt. Yeah. yeah, blunt. No, I would. We would mix it in with the cigar. Oh, interesting. Which is stupid. That's like a spliff blunt. Spliff blunt. Ugh. Or like, if we went to concerts, we put them in cigarettes. Put yeah. weed in cigarettes because you're like, oh, there's cigarettes. Yes. Yeah. Fucking. Sure. Smoke it. So did you used to smoke a lot of weed? I did. Nice. Those are a long time ago. Yeah, I love weed. I think that I if I didn't do. smoke weed, I would uh, be. I'm still an anxious person, but I would be far more anxious. Drugs affect me differently. Yeah. Pot yeah. makes me super anxious and like stressed out. Yeah. Coke makes me like relaxed and calm. Yeah. That's a, you're the opposite. <laughs> My God. It's a, I think I have ADHD. Do you wake and do you ever wake and do you I, wake and snort? No, I don't do coke. I don't do anything anymore. <laughs> Paul's just getting up. He's like, oh, yeah. everyone's waking and baking Time my fraternity. I'm like, uh, I'm going to just smoke up or I'm going to take a line and go yeah. to work. I do. Cr- I smoke crack because <laughs> it calms me down. <laughs> Oh boy, we got off the rails here, but we're we're actually out of time anyway. But. Good, a good place to end is off the rails. <laughs> off the rails. Yeah, we crashed the we crashed the train car. Chris Higgins, seriously, thank you for coming back as a best of series. I'm glad you're in a healthy relationship. I am too. Uh, you deserve it. Uh, but I secretly want you to be single again, so I can have you on the podcast, <laughs> and then also 
Um, actually, you're fun to hang out with regardless. This so. is the part she's she's going to be like, I like the whole, but the so ending. So fucking far. Paul, vengeance upon Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always afraid when I see her. I'm like, hi. All right. <laughs> she's the nicest. <laughs> Especially now. Yeah. Where where can uh, where can people uh, find you and and your series, God Angel? Um, you can fi- follow me on all social media is my bud Chris, and then um, God and Angel is God underscore N underscore Angel on uh, Instagram and TikTok, and um, yeah, that's about it. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Chris, for joining us on another edition of Singles Only Podcast. I'm still